design. We facts on soft and shipping software on time. Stressed out, yo, everything will be fine. Today in Fear the Bug, we're going to take a look at using Scrum within OnTime. By default in OnTime, we have defects, features, and help desk for your customer support. These can be helpful when organizing your items, but sometimes for Scrum, you may want to keep your items as a single item type. To do this, go to Tools, System Options, Main Tabs, and uncheck Defects and Help Desk. Then we can relabel Features under Item Type Labels to User Stories. And I'll make the tab just show Backlog. And here's my one tab for Backlog. Let's go ahead and make a few different projects. I'll rename this project to be my iNinja desktop game. And I'll add one for my iNinja mobile game and a project for the iNinja API. And one more for the company's website as well. You can also add sub-projects. And I'll add one for controls, graphics, and sounds. Once my projects are set up, I can start adding items. I'll add a new item to my iNinja graphics project, and you can enter items manually or have them created via email sent to your account or import them using a CSV file. And here I've imported a list of items to work with in OnTime. One of the most important steps in Scrum development is prioritizing the product backlog. I can select an item, click E to edit, then set the priority field. Maybe this item is a high priority. If you would like to have more levels than low, medium, and high, you can set different priority levels under Tools, Manage, Fields, List Types. I'll add a few different levels, change their order, and set their colors for each priority. You can set which colors are being displayed under the More button and I'll set this side strip to my priority field. Using multi-edit is another great way to prioritize items. I'll check a few of my highest priority items and then use multi-edit to set their priority. Now check off all of my high priority items and set them as well. You can also easily group items based on priority by right-clicking on the priority column header and select Group By. Another easy way to prioritize your backlog is using the on-time planning board. Here are all of my items displayed as cards, and we can use priority for our color coding here as well. We can also group items by priority. This is a powerful feature because now we can just drag and drop items from one group to another to change their priority. You will notice that right now I don't have a group for low or medium low. That's because I don't currently have any items in that category. But I can edit this item by clicking on the left side of the card and selecting the new priority. And now we can drag and drop other items to that new group as well. Once all of your items have been prioritized, we'll go back to our backlog to begin estimating work that needs to be done on our items. It's very helpful in this step to have a couple of subject matter experts when estimating work involved for a release. There's simply no replacement for what a subject matter expert can bring to the table. And having accurate estimates will help with the planning of sprints, monitoring progress, and building burndown charts. 
I'll edit this item and set its original estimate to two hours. Since I haven't begun working on this item, I'll set the remaining estimate to two hours as well. If you're adding a new item, setting the original estimate will automatically update the remaining estimate upon saving. This, however, will only occur when first saving the item. Whenever editing an already existing item, changing the original estimate will not update the remaining estimate. This is configured so you don't update one of the fields unintentionally. If you're going and estimating work for items after those items have been added within OnTime, you'll want to ensure that you're entering the original estimate as well as the remaining estimate. Once you've estimated the work required for all of your items in your backlog, we can start planning for our releases. So we'll first create a root level product where you can select any projects that would be included. This will be for my iNinja game, so it can include things from the mobile game, desktop game, or my API. Now this will be our product backlog, and I can see all of the items that belong to any of the projects included in this product. Now we can create a version 1.0 release of iNinja, and we'll set this to be completed on October 31st. We can break this down even further into sprints. Sprints are short duration milestones that allow teams to tackle a manageable chunk of the project and get it to a ship ready state. They can last anywhere from three days to 30 days depending on your release cycle. And I'll set this sprint to be due next Friday. The planning board is also a handy tool for planning sprints. I'll group all of my items by release, and we can sort by priority in ascending or descending order. This way, all of my highest priority items will be near the top. Since there are no items currently in Sprint 1, it won't show up as a group. We can take our first item, click on the left side of the card, and place it into Sprint 1. Now I'll see my new group, and I can drag and drop any other items into my Sprint. Notice how on the group header, it displays the number of items, and the work remaining for all items in the sprint. Let's aim to add 80 hours of work for this sprint. The remaining estimate is shown in the lower right corner of each card, and I can use that to easily get up to 80 hours. Now let's take a look at monitoring the progress of a sprint using a burndown chart. The burndown chart is one of the best project visibility tools to ensure that a project is progressing smoothly. Right now, I only have one data point because this is the first day of my sprint. And as I begin to work on items, you'll be able to see the work remaining get less and less until eventually all of my items are complete. At the end of each day, OnTime will total up the work remaining for this release and create another data point. The way that we can update work remaining for items is by adding work logs. Just select the item, then go over to the right side and add a new work log. We'll add four hours of work, and you can see that it will subtract that four hours from the remaining estimate and add four hours to actual work. You can also update the remaining estimate manually to more accurately reflect the work remaining on this item. Perhaps I was really productive and now I only have six hours of work remaining. Now after I refresh, 
I can see that there are only 74 hours of work remaining for this sprint. Here's an example of a burndown chart in progress. If you mouse over each bar, you can see the number of hours remaining for each day, or mouse over anywhere else in the chart and see the trend data window. This will show the due date, the estimated date of completion, and the actual velocity, the calculated rate at which my team is working. For sprints that are still in progress, this window will also give the rate at which my team needs to be working in order to finish on time. In this video, we've discussed ways to use Scrum within on time. We've added a product backlog, started planning a release, and then broken my backlog down further into sprints. We've used multi-edit and the planning board to prioritize our backlog, and by grouping by the priority field and dragging and dropping items. Added estimates to all of our items in the backlog, used work logs to update those items, and used the burndown charts to monitor the progress of each release. For more information on using Scrum in OnTime, we also offer free live Scrum training every Wednesday. Just go to axosoft.com training for times and to sign up for our free Scrum class. Thanks for viewing.